Hello. Hi there. Hiya. Oh no, I was about to make a reference. I cannot make anymore. No. Nope. I'll tell you all after. Anyway, welcome to the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put where we usually put the tea in reality. But you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. Uh, and I'm still drinking sweet tea, as I was the last time. Why am time I down we here now? About an hour. Because I Why am I down something. here now? Oh my god, I've been degraded. Not this. Not degraded. The um whatever. Oh no, the white man's <laughs> oppressed. <laughs> and the person of color has moved to the top. Hi, Whatever. I'm Anissa Long, also known as Sam Damante Verde, also known as Sam Dampy, your fellow friendly 5'3", trans, non-binary, Filipino-Canadian, mentally unstable, hot mess, hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Scarborough, if you want to be specific. Um, and today Did you just I'm- say Scarborough? 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 Scarborough. What... <laughs> I said Scarborough. Scarborough. Scarborough, if you want to be specific. Um... And today I'm still drinking my valerian tea with honey and lemon because apparently it helps sleep. Sure. Sure. Um, and I'm Lewis. I'm a canny laddie from Manny. Um, I don't have a drink, uh, so I'm just sucking on this strawberry flavored lollipop. It's- Strawberry or is it raspberry? Oh, I went to candy music. <laughs> candy <laughs> music. Love that. Well, we are here with the first of I think three or four videos that we're gonna be doing. Uh oh, thank you. I don't, don't know who turned that off. I don't know. Um the, I think three. Oh, thank you. Just make sure to turn it down so it doesn't drown out our beautiful voices. There we go. All right. Um, I'm going to say, I think it's three. I think the first of three yeah, videos gonna, that we're going to be doing, uh, discussing the Norwegian Melody Grand Prix for 2023. Um, we're back this year with a different format, which, thank God, because we, I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for we. I hated last year's format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just made Lewis aware of the format right. and some of the songs that uh, did not beat the wolves with bananas. So I don't know. I'm still for the wolves. <laughs> anyway. Um, so there's no heats. There's no gold duel bullshit. Um, we have 21 artists competing over three heats. Um, and then a final consisting of nine songs where a winner will be crowned. Um, oh, that's great. That's, oh. What? Nine. You're doing great, nine, sweetie. I was, trying to, I was trying to count with my fingers. Just but... put the pop, uh, lollipop no. in your mouth. Not this. <laughs> Not this here today. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Heat 1, which is happening later on this week. Um, we'll be doing this weekly, so over the next three weeks, we will have videos dropping for Melody Grand Prix, and then in our Heat 3 video is probably where we will do our overall rankings. Oh, wait, no, we're going to have to do a fourth video. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, four. that's what I was thinking so as once well. Once we have all of the heats done, then we will rediscuss the songs, talk about the live performances from the heats, and then give our overall final rankings. Um, I have to say, Heat One, this is a strong heat. This is a strong heat. Yeah, good luck, Heat Two and Three. It's it's a lot. Um, we will talk about one very specific addition that makes me very happy. And yes. everybody already knows because I've been tweeting incessantly about it. Follow me if you don't. Uh, links are below. But um, yeah, so Heat One is happening on the 14th of January. Uh, we have seven songs we're going to be talking about today. Three of them will qualify. Um, which three? It honestly could be any of them. I could, mm. in certain universes, see any of these three songs qualifying. Any of these seven? Any of these seven. <laughs> Words are hard. I'm still recovering from being sick, so sick brain is present in account for. So, right. with that being Let's said, get... shall, shall we dive in? Let's, Let's get into in. it. Fabulous. <laughs> We're going to start with Alessandra Mele. The song is Queen of Kings. Crazy good. Wrong. Crazy good. Wonderful. I love this so much. So mesmerizing. Like, it genuinely, it feels so powerful. Like, the effects on the build to the chorus is so mesmerizing. And there's something so powerful about the, like, the vocal effects on top, but that's put on top during the chorus. Um, um, And the whistle note. Like, (laughs) Hello? The whistle note. It's great vibes. The beat was incredible. The syncopation she has in this is great. This is spectacular entry. This is spectacular. And I would love to see this on a Eurovision stage or just really any stage. <laughs> um, she genuinely sounds like she's the ruler of some king- like kingdom. In yeah. Like, I, and- <laughs> no, that's literally what I wrote in my notes. I... I put like mighty. It, she sounds mighty. Um, yeah. It it gave it almost gave me. I don't know why. A bit of like run to the hills from Melfast last year. Sure. Okay. But the thing is, I didn't like run to the hills. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did. But I love Queen Queen of Kings. I, I felt like it was done better than sure. run to the hills. Um, and it also kind of gave me that like hammer of Thor energy in a way. A little. A little, yeah. a little. Um, Yeah, I feel like if she is able to hit that whistle note live, it's got potential to win. Sure. I think this has a strong potential to qualify. Um, again, this heat is very strong, so it's honestly going to depend on uh, how the people of Norway are feeling. Um, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. It's 100% televote. Oh. Oh. So... Uh, yeah. I think this has potential then. <laughs> yeah, so each of the three heats are 100% televote. The final, interestingly enough, is actually 50% televote and 50% international jury. Does that mean which... like, oh, wait, international jury? That's interesting. So some countries do international juries if they don't have enough like jurors. Okay, that means William from Wee Wee Blogs. Not necessarily. <laughs> um, a lot of times, from okay. what we saw at least last year, it means prior Eurovision representatives from other countries. Okay. So I know uh, this definitely um, 
There's definitely so been situations before where William from Weebly Blogs has been a part of the jury. I can't remember. He was a part of the jury. Oh, Jesus. He was a part of the jury for Denmark last year, I think. Oh. Um, something like that. He's been a he's been a juror for a few of them. Um, I know Katarina from Goe has been a juror a couple of times. Um there was one selection in specific from last year that I remember like all of my favorites from 2021 were a part of the jury. I think it was ESCZ actually, now that I think about it. Um, it might've been. It might've been. Cause I remember Goe, I think Tix was a part of that as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think um, Angela Peristeri was also part of a, an international jury at some point. And from what we yeah. see, a lot of the selections are doing international juries this year, which is an interesting change. Um, I actually like it because, again, you're appealing to international juries in the final. Um, and with the new format, a lot of countries have been changing the way that they do things. Overall, I love yeah. this new format for Norway. And I think the new format for Norway will really benefit Alessandra here. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is, I think such a strong heat but this is one of the standouts most definitely yeah. yep agreed um incredible song yeah let's move to byron williams jr and joust the song is freaky for the weekend um yeah uh, joust was all about grabbing the moment last time he was at eurovision i don't think he really grew up to the moment this time around um, there will not be a moment to be grabbed nope i no um I love look, look, I love the beat and like the roboty vocals in the back. I love that. I don't think Brian's voice suits this style of music. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm not convinced by this song. Really, not. Yeah, I feel like not at all. Yeah, even I and I do like Brian's vocals. It the lyrics themselves seem a bit kind of old fashioned as well. Maybe it is that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love the the disco vibe though. Like the this kind of disco energy I get from it. Almost like a candy music in a way kind of thing. Oh, my mind immediately went to Freaky by Sunit. Oh, that I mean, too. It, it, it's a lot of the title as well, but the vibes were very similar. Um yeah, so like Lewis said, Joss has competed uh, vibes. Um Joss <laughs> has competed uh before he competed at Eurovision 2017, got 10th. And with the song Grab the Moment, which is, like you said, a very, very different song. Um, again, one of the other things that makes this heat in particular very difficult is that there are three prior Eurovision representatives in this heat. We'll talk about the other two shortly, but I just don't think this is the moment for Joust to grab. No, no. I... All I wrote about the song is this is just no. Yeah. It's a shame given the standard just set themselves as at during 2017's yeah. Eurovision. So oh shit, I just hit my microphone. But yeah, um, yeah, no, not not really feeling the song at all. It feels and I, I don't mean any disrespect when I say this, it feels sleazy. That's the vibe I got after I, I get what you're saying. Like, I get I right? get I, yeah, yeah, I catch with it. Like oh, it's yeah. like, oh, we're gonna go out and the girls are looking good and the bros are doing bro shit. I'm like, I don't need that in my life. No thank yeah, you. Yeah, 
yeah, like that's kind of what my mind immediately went to, like with this song as well. Hence, like me calling it like old fashioned, you know? Yeah. I was just like, I'm fine. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't know if that's. I mean, it works to some people. I just didn't feel like it worked this time. No. No. I I could see a universe where like I I think an older demographic of fans, if they're voting, would like this song. Unfortunately, um, I think that will have something to do with it. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I hope this doesn't qualify for the final, because there are six other songs in this sele- in this heat specifically that I think are better than this song. That's just me personally, but... I'll agree. Yeah. No. Let's move to... I'm going to say Eric. I'm going to say Eric. I don't know. If your name is not pronounced Eric, I'm so sorry. Eric Nace. The song is Wave. I feel like this I, is where we disagree. <laughs> yes, because I like this. I like this. I didn't I, like this. I and I understand why you don't. Yeah. Because it is a very specific kind of song. For me, this taps into like childhood memories a little bit. I grew up listening to a lot of different kinds of music. But I remember specifically when I would visit my family in California, they listened to a lot of Jack Johnson. And that's what this song gave me. It gave me Jack Johnson. It gave me that like laid back, like beach music almost. And I have such a reverence for that. Um, It's a cool vibe. I think the vocals are really well done. I understand why not everybody will like this song um, because it is a very specific genre that either you really like it or you really don't um but for me i really enjoy this yeah i guess it is the mama of music it really is it is yeah no (laughs) because i'm kind of there with logan because i also kind of grew up on jack johnson specifically (laughs) um ever since curious george at least um sure yeah Uh uh-huh yeah um so this yeah, I got Jack Johnson from this. I got a bit of Philip Phillips, Walk Off the Earth almost. Yes. Um, yeah. Kind of that indie alternative kind of vibe, which yeah. I enjoy as well. Um, he's got a great voice. I think it's missing a punch, though, and it there's not really, like, a moment. You know? I would agree with that. He doesn't, he doesn't have a moment. Also, no. <laughs> this Loki sounded like a Chevrolet commercial. Sounds like something you would hear in a Chevrolet commercial. You're not wrong. It reminds me of a few Avicii songs, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just struggled to get into it. That It didn't do much for me. It felt very... That's fair. It, 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 it felt very... Not one-dimensional, but like it didn't have these like key parts that was like, okay... Well, none of that kind of stuff. Um, I really struggled to get into this. I get that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I absolutely understand that. Like I said, I grew up with this kind of music. So uh, these are these are things I'm going to gravitate towards. I always gravitate towards female ballads, laid back beach music, 
and country music when it comes to Eurovision selections. Like that's my like bread and butter. I mean, I know um, I notoriously hated Estonia last year, so and I um, loved yeah. I loved Hope. So I also loved I get that. Hope. Oh, let's move to Kate Goldbranson. The song is Tarar e Paradis, uh, Tears in Paradise. Now, Kate has represented uh, Norway as well at uh, Eurovision. She competed at Eurovision 1987 with the song Mitlive and got ninth. She, um, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> in, in, not in a like a, a offensive way. She does sound like someone that's more more mature um yes. and the fact that she competed th th that long ago that being said i was pleasantly surprised by this song i really like this song i yeah i like it i like this she's got a great voice and really i think what really voice. sold me is kind of her lower notes i love that, I that kind of spot. you love a female alto yes i i'm a huge sucker for a contralto you are and i love that for you it's the contraltos and the whistle notes. Yep. I really wasn't expecting to love this as much as I did. Um, such a great song. I love the chorus, the violins when they come in. Um, love the violins, the violins on this. The way that such the a song, strong voice. The way that the song subtly builds, and I think the the orchestra the orchestration has a lot to do with that. Um, I found it really lovely. I didn't know what to expect out of a song in Norwegian. I don't think there were that many in last year's selection, if I remember right. I don't... There weren't that many, yeah. No, but I, I was really pleasantly surprised by this song as well. I, I definitely agree. Um, a lovely voice. The only thing I said, it kind of starts very abruptly. And that um, didn't really, like, mix with the overall vibe that I got from the rest of the song. But otherwise, I, this is a really solid entry. And I genuinely have no clue how this will do. I could see this, like, I could see this qualifying to the MGP final. I could see this getting dead last. Like, that's kind of, like, and uh, that's no disrespect to Kate, because I think she's an incredible artist. No. Again, uh, very similarly to um, Freaky for the Weekend, I think if older, older Eurovision audiences are paying attention to this heat... I think there's a chance that Kate could qualify and get into the final um, if people recognize her from her prior appearance. Right. No, yeah, that's definitely going to be a, a factor. Yeah, but I really, um, I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed this a lot, and I, I, I hope it gets respect in the votes. <laughs> I hope, I hope she gets the recognition that she deserves for this song. Exactly. Let's move to Rasmus Thal. The song is Tresco. Now, this song was actually co-written by his girlfriend, who I am a big fan of. Um, so this song was co-written by Farida, who competed in uh, MGP last year with the song Dangerous. Um, one of my personal favorite uh, non-qualifying songs from the national selections last year. Um, love Farida. If you're listening, girl, I love you. You know that. I've already told you in your DMs. Feel free to come um, I would love. <laughs> but um, so yeah, this is uh this is her boyfriend 
who she co-wrote the song with him and his brother. And the song is actually about his brother um, and about um, some, I, I guess I would say traumatic experiences. She talks all about it and so does he on like their social media. So go check that out. Um, but yeah. I love this. I love with all of that being said, <laughs> I like this. Yeah, I, I figured I figured you wouldn't love it as much as at least I would. Again, for me, I've said it a lot this season. It's just it's lacking a little bit of substance. For a song that's only two minutes and twelve seconds. It's incredibly repetitive, but with all of that said, the vibe is fantastic. The beat is great. I think his vocals are great. I'm I'm a fan of this. His flow is amazing. Love the beat on this. Um, I feel like it's going to be very fun on a Eurovision stage. Um, I'm glad I know the context of the song now. Um, very groovy. Also, is he saying TikTok Tesco? Because as a British TikTok person who's <laughs> like... oh no, TikTok Tresco. <laughs> Tresco, yes, that makes sense. Rather than Tesco, uh, if anyone visits the UK, Tesco is a brand of shop. A that, lot of people uh, will in May. That's true. Yeah, uh, check out Tesco. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's a Tesco in Liverpool. Um, Probably. I'd personally advocate for Sainsbury's over anything else. Anyway, um, such a uh, wedding. Uh, love me some air horns. <laughs> Sam knows that. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Again, this selection is really strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. oh, and also, okay, so from what I got in translation, in English, the title means clog. Mm-hmm. Clog. What like there's like a, a toilet? There, yes, there's a specific reason for that. Again, they Farida talks about it on her socials. I understand I it. I, yeah, metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I. So what I wrote. Um, the pocket is insane. Um, the vibes are immaculate. The the meaty bass riffs for me. Um. The singing is kind of, kind of goes hard. I don't know. I I was I was very I very much found the singing kind of hype. Um, my only one thing it could be less like gappy. There I I noticed like especially like towards the end, it got gappy. So I, I just wish that was kind of filled. And I would understand that in a song that was closer to the three minute um, maximum, but it's not even close. Right. Like, that was honestly... I really, really like this, but that was just, like... I, I If I'm going to critique it, that would be my critique. It's just that there was too much of that gappiness. And I wish it was longer, actually. I, I really I do, too. But... Yeah. It's time. Oh, we're using full name. <laughs> that's what she's... That's what she has. That's what it all is. I mean, that's what it says on Eurovision World. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah. <sighs> my queen, um, my icon, Ulrika Brandstorp, back. I'm going to go ahead and say, to claim the fucking crown that she deserves and to compete on a goddamn Eurovision stage. 
Um, so the song is honestly, um, Ulrika won MGP in 2020 with the song Attention, which is one of my favorite Eurovision songs of all time. Like it is in my top five favorite Eurovision songs ever. I don't know where in that top five, but it's there. Um, and obviously she was not able to compete, uh, because of the, uh, Panini Press. Um, and uh, the Norwegian delegation decided not to uh, offer her their spot for the 2021 contest, which obviously uh, was won by Tix. Also, uh, do you mind if I interject a bit? Of course. Sorry. Because I want to give a special shout out to Kano as well that competed in 2021. Monument should have won Point Blank and the period. I love it. But it did win OGAE. Sure did. I'm gonna let y'all go first with this song. <laughs> I... It's an okay, it's an okay song. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I love it. No, I'm kidding. I love it. I really do. Um, love the build to the chorus. The, 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 the like the that bit. I don't know how to describe that bit. Syncopation. Syncopation. It's yeah. Yeah, love that bit. Um. Such a powerful song, such a powerful Eurovision song. Um, and the instrumentation is gets so powerful on the chorus. I, I, oh my god, I, like such a complete song, so right for Eurovision. I love the uh, forever, like the for I put, I love the forever, forever. I don't know which bit I'm referring to in that, but I um, haven't heard it. Was it the, the lyric? I've only heard in, it once. The lyric in Norwegian. The lyric, the lyric in Norwegian translates also to forever. Okay. Um, yes. The clap bit. The bit where everyone's going to be like clapping. Mm -hmm. like big. That's going to be so beautiful on uh, the Liverpool Arena stage. Yep. This is the most complete Eurovision song I've heard in selections this so far this year. Yep. I agree. No, I agree. Um, no, I absolutely love this. Again, Ulrika is another one of those singers who can nail the the heck out of out of a lower range. Yeah, and like when you're afraid, like and you hear that in the pre-chorus, kind of building up to the chorus, which I loved. Um, chorus insanely powerful. The bridge super dynamic, and I I think this has potential to win Eurovision twenty twenty three. I'm gonna go ahead and say I think this will win Eurovision 2023. I'm gonna I'm wait it. until I hear Lorene. I'm waiting for Lorene. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. That is fair. I, I, I'm waiting for Lulu Lamont as well. Lulu Lamont as well. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm I think Oreek to... versus Lorene is gonna be the 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 story of Eurovision 2023. I uh, think I would agree with you. I would agree. Um, I would agree. I'm trying to find where she gave the explanation for this song. So um, this song was actually written um, about her best friend and manager, who I, I don't know if they have yep. another relationship beyond that, but that is, that is their, their current connection as we know it to be. Yeah. Um, and how mm -hmm. there were a lot of tumultuous things that happened after 
winning MGP and then not going to Eurovision in 2020. Um, a lot of they, setbacks. A lot of setbacks, how they kind of drifted apart. Um, and this song is about, you know, reclaiming the connection that the two of them have. Um, this is just a complete masterpiece in every possible way. Um, I have, I don't normally do that thing that Stan people do where you defend a song for hours on Twitter. Um, however, I did that with this song the other night. Um, she is just a, a beautiful human with just such a beautiful talent. And there's so many good songs in this selection already, and we've only heard a third of them, but like, I'm pleased to the people of Norway, please send her back. Like, please. I don't I don't care what other quality is in this in, in is in this selection. She waited three years to come back for a reason. Let her let her perform. Because y'all will get Eurovision in Oslo next year. Like that's all like <sighs> There are not enough positive things for me to say about this song. And it's very rare that a song like impacts me in the way that this song has. And honestly, the last time I felt this impacted by a Eurovision song was Leslie Roy's Maps, which was the first Eurovision song I ever heard. Um so I there's I just not a I yeah. seem like first Eurovision song you ever heard, knowing it was Eurovision, right? Correct. Okay. I'd heard Waterloo before, and I had <laughs> heard um, Ne Parte Pas C'est Moi, like, whatever. Yeah, I'd heard all of those. Like, um, I had actually heard Euphoria before as well. Euphoria, that's I what have, I was going to say. I have also heard Euphoria before. before. But um, when, I got, when I dove into Eurovision, the first song I listened to was Maps. And then I went back to the 2020 contest, and I remember listening to, to Attention. And that song gripped me. Um, it just, I, please send her back. Please, please. That's all. We still have another song to talk about. And that's Umami Tsunami featuring a bunch of white men with the song Geronimo. Um, from what I understand, these are three individual artists that came together to create this group. Okay, so Umami Tsunami is these three people. Umami Tsunami, I believe, it's like an Avicii sort of situation where they're like, uh... the, they're the like hosts. <laughs> that sounds so weird, but like they're um... they're like the instrumental people. And then okay. Kyle, Christian, and Magnus are the same. Are the vocalists. At yeah. least from my understanding. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, this is the part of the show um, where I give out my perfectly inoffensive award. Make it oh, I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't even give it that much. Okay. Wow. I don't, I don't like this. Okay. I quite liked it. Um, Why? I don't know. This is just the kind of music that I enjoy, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it, 
it it wasn't too terrible. It wasn't too great. And I guess it was just difficult. It, it may have been the strength of the heat that it's competing in that I think it just doesn't hold up to a couple more or a few more of these songs in the in the heat. Uh, I put the boy band of EDM. And that would make sense if Umami Tsunami is just a DJ or an EDM, whatever the fuck. It's the same um, yeah. yeah. I love the fast bit in the rap, the bit where it's so uh, fast yeah. that you can't even tell what they're saying kind of thing. I enjoy really, really fast rap. Uh, um, yeah. uh, but I think the gimmick of this song wears off after a while. Yeah. If that makes sense. It yeah. does. I think the chorus yeah. is the catchiest thing I've heard this year in a national selection. For sure. Unfortunately, I feel like this song is so imbalanced because the chorus I think is phenomenal and I think every other part of the song is horrible. Whoever, whichever one of these three is singing the verses needs to go uh, to a diction specialist because I could not understand a single fucking word that they sang, even with lyrics in front of my face. It all blended together, not the fast rap part. That I can understand where like things blended together. The verses blended together. And I was like, I don't know who's singing, but they need to go take a couple more vocal lessons because it just, it sounded like, um, like it just, it sounded bad. There was no right. enunciation, and it was just so imbalanced. And I felt like, and I've said this about a few songs, feels like these are two different songs from the verses to the chorus. Okay. Yeah. But, I think that's what it, what kind of put me off as well with, with this song, because it, it has potential, but mm -hmm. kind of in execution, it needs a bit more work. Like, this this would like definitely definitely need like a revamp if if this were to like if this qualifies for the final I'm gonna be mad right I think over like the main thing I like about it they have I like their voices and um I just love the energy of it all I'm not the okay. biggest fan of like the songwriting though whoever sings the Geronimo part he has a great voice. Like, whoever's the lead vocal on that part, great voice. Submit a song by yourself next year. Like, okay. this, it just yeah. didn't do it for me. No. No, no, no. Well, we've come to the point in our program where we give out some points. Lewis, would you like to begin? Um... One second. Oh, are we changing? I'm a will mention goes to Asmus's girlfriend. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but Farida. 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 Yes. Farida. Not Farida Can't. <laughs> Farida, I'm so anyway. sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll start. <laughs> Our universes are wow. colliding. <laughs> Holy shit, my mind. Anyway, Lewis. Four yeah, it's points. My four points, and you shouldn't be surprised by this. You shouldn't be surprised. I'm sorry. That is. I'm not surprised. It's a I'm, ju I'm just disappointed. 
Um, with the, with that said, my four points goes to this piece of shit song. Copy paste. Work, Diva. My five points. Oh, my five points go to that song. <laughs> Party. There we go. Okay. Uh, my five points go to Geronimo. Copy paste. Oh, look at us. I uh, don't know if we will continue to have the same list. I don't think so. <laughs> I love how you shortened it to your mommy tsunami. I, I just went the whole block um, and had the entire well, <laughs> like that's fine. But yeah, that's my six points. So what's unfortunate is the top my top five are all really, really strong. Um, I feel really bad putting this here, but my six points go to Tresco. And that's where we differ. Yeah. Uh, so my six points will be going to wave. Yeah. Okay. My seven point, and, and from here on out, I'm happy. I'm fine. Whatever happens from if 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 any of these four qualify, I'm happy. Um, my seven points are going to Kate Goldbinson. Wow. Okay. Uh, my seven points are going to go to wave. Uh, my seven points, I will be copying and pasting from Lewis. All right. Okay. My eight points go to Rasmus Law with chess. Go. Uh, my eight points go to Kate Goldbranson. Uh, my eight points will be going to Tres. We have the same 10 and 12. We sure do. And hopefully in the right that... order. Hopefully in the right order, Lewis. Oh, that's oh, my 10 points. Alessandro Mele, Queen of Kings. Copy paste. Copy paste. Okay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I mean, was there any other option here? Honestly, was there any other option? Yes, that was an intentional pun. Um. Uh, please send her back to Eurovision, please. I will I do genuinely... Alessandro though. <laughs> Alessandra has a great song. Yeah. And I think she should come back it's, next year for her spot. It's horrible that 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 both like only one of them is going to I would love Queen of Kings to get her moment. Um yeah. it's such a fucking solid song. Um it's but a great honestly song. it's honestly there's many reasons why honestly it should have I mean the story behind it, the vocals, the production value. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, and I'm really, I'm really hopeful. Yeah. So I just took a look at the poll on Eurovision World right now. We are not surprised not on our top two, and it's not even close. I'm just surprised that Geronimo's getting. I mean, it's. I mean, it's a long stretch between the top two and everyone else, but Geronimo is up th in third on the poll right now. Yeah. Like I like I said. The chorus, the catchiest thing I've heard all year. For sure. Like. Anyway, that's that on that, this, that, and the third. Let's pick up my new outro. I don't know why. That's that on this, that, and the third. I don't know why. Not anyway, even the fifth? No, not the fifth. Right, we've, no. got LC, we've got Elsie Bay in next heat. I'm so mad that Elsie has to lose again this year because I know her song <laughs> is going to be quality. 
And I have a like I don't know anything about her, but I have a bias towards Elena Thorpe in Heat Three because obviously, sure. <laughs> my 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 surname is also Thorpe. What? Like, no way. Whoa. You know, right, yeah, crazy. I'm like ten percent Norwegian, and I didn't know it. I don't know. Pretends <laughs> to be shocked. I'd be very. You know, I'm totally up for doing a DNA test to see if I'm actually ready to. In some well, sort of way. <laughs> anyway, make sure to subscribe, like, share. We've got two more weeks of heats after this one. And then we'll be doing our final video where Ulrika will probably be my 12 points again. Let's just be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Whoa. Uh, Lewis doesn't have a cup, but it's fine. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, I completely lagged and I didn't see you doing shit. Cheers. Cheers. Hi. Bye, everyone. Woo. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to 